And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Welcome to The Masogi Method with work happiness expert Jody B. Miller. Each week, Jody introduces you to amazing people who have broken through huge barriers to achieve meaning, success, and happiness in their lives. For every one of us, the path to lasting joy has always been there, but it may take a masogi to get you on it. Jody did it, her guest did it, and now you can too. Here's your host, Jody B. Miller. Welcome to the Masogi Method, breaking through barriers to achieve meaning, success, and happiness that actually lasts. I'm your host, Jody B. Miller. As you may know by now, I love to interview people from all walks of life, from different industries, from just everywhere and around the world. And these are people who have broken through barriers and achieved amazing things in their lives. I personally learn so much and end up leaving these conversations so inspired from every single person I talk to. So I hope you listeners are well, are as well, inspired as well as I am. So today, our guest is equally amazing. Kathy Groover, who is a PhD, is a motivational speaker and a fellow TEDx speaker, an award-winning author, and a trapeze artist. Welcome to the show, Kathy. Oh, thanks for having me, Jody. I appreciate it. The trapeze thing really threw me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doesn't everyone do that? I mean, isn't that, you know, how you spend your weekend? <laughs> I bet that is the best workout you can imagine. Oh, it is not only the most phenomenal workout, to me it's a meditation, and I know that sounds kind of crazy, like climbing a 30-foot ladder and jumping into the air and doing tricks, And um, but it really is a mindfulness practice because you've got to stay present, you've got to stay in the moment, you've got to listen for your calls. Um, so yeah, it's not only a good physical workout, it really keeps you grounded even being in the air. That's cool. I bet, you know, I'm a big believer that through movement, we gain a lot of creativity and, and inspired ideas. Does, does, that, does that happen to you during your trapeze session? No, you know, it actually doesn't because I found that it's actually the one time I get to completely shut off. Um, my brain moves a mile a minute. So to actually be at the rig, I can, I can think about nothing but being there. What's fun though is because I'm in Santa Barbara and the rig is down in Santa Monica. It's almost a two hour drive each way. So I find that drive is so creative for me. And I actually wrote my last book in the car dictating my, what I was writing. Uh, so the drive is my creative time and my rig is my decompress and think about nothing else time. It's a beautiful balance. Well, you know what? That's probably very important because, like you said, you have to heed those calls so that you actually catch that trapeze and, and uh, you know, you're accurate in that, in that experience. Exactly, exactly. So you do so many cool things, Kathy. Um, just for our listeners, Kathy and I had coffee when we found out both of us were TEDx speakers and members of the same National Speakers Association chapter. We just got together and just hit it off. And I just... Yeah, so inspired by Kathy. I wanted you all to really gain as much insight and motivation and inspiration as I do from Kathy. So, so Kathy, how did you get started? Let's, let's start with um, your TEDx talk. 
Yeah, you know, I realized about two years ago when I decided, okay, I really want to be a professional speaker. I have a background as a performer. I was an actor for decades. That's what got me from Pittsburgh to California was pursuing that acting career in Hollywood. And I realized there was a couple boxes you have to check, <laughs> at least so I believed. Now, this is not true for everybody, but for me, I, I needed to have a book. And by that point, I already had three or four. Um, you I felt you needed to be in the National Speakers Association, which like you mentioned, you and I both are. And I really wanted to get on the TEDx stage or the TED stage. Um, I don't really qualify for TED. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a, I, I've watched so many TED Talks and they're a little beyond what I do, you know. Um, sure. But I started submitting to TEDx and I got so many rejections. It was no, 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 no. And I started to get really discouraged as we do and we're met with so much mm, resistance or rejection. Uh, and I finally connected with an amazing woman, Michelle, out of um, Salinas. And she and I connected immediately and I told her my idea for my talk and she loved it. She honed it. She was an amazing coach. She really was an amazing speaking coach. And uh, yeah, so I stepped on that TEDx stage about a year ago, uh, maybe February or March of last year. And it was such an incredible experience, the camaraderie and just being on that stage in front of those red letters. I mean, it was just titillate. I mean, it's just such a, such a rush. You're like, oh my God, I'm part of this big thing. I'm part of this, this worldwide movement to share ideas, to educate people, to connect everybody in these ideas. It was, it was such an amazing experience. So I would imagine that other fallout, positive fallout from that experience, because I, that's what I have found in, since I've given my TEDx talk, which isn't even out yet. It's at um, TED Corporate right now. They're all being reviewed. Mm -hmm. um, but I found that I'm speaking at all many more types of organizations than I did before. And I'm doing more workshops and just having so much fun. And so has that been a result for you after your talk? I couldn't see that direct result. I mean, I think it just, it places you more as an expert, just like so many other things do. And I think when people look at your speaker site or they look at your LinkedIn page and they see, oh my gosh, you were on the TEDx stage, that really does hold some clout. It's a hard thing to do. Not everybody gets accepted to do TEDx. Yes. Um, and, and I'm surrounded by so many people that have, and it's such an honor to be around so many people with, like I said, amazing ideas that have the voice to convey those ideas. So I think it has definitely upped my game. I don't know that I can draw the conclusion that it's gotten me more things. I mean, I know I've had, you know, over 75,000 views on YouTube, which in the grand scheme of my cat video went viral is not huge. Right. Um, but for, you know, for me talking about, um, stress and, and mindfulness and trapeze actually is part of my TEDx, um, to have that many, that much influence for people is, is really, it, it's just wisdom honor to do. So, so let's, yeah, I totally agree. It's, it was such a fabulous experience as well. Um, so you talk about stress, mindfulness, be, is it like being centered? Is it finding who you are in the world? Like what is your main message that you go out with? Yeah, you know, it's talking mainly about presence um, and being present in that moment and taking that pause. Because when we talk about stress, we talk about stress management and how can we stop our stress and how can we, it's not necessarily about stopping the stress. If you can stop it, that's awesome. Please tell me how to do that. Um, but, you know, just walking around on this planet every day, there's stress. The computer doesn't work and the cat throws up and there's traffic and the exit you will need to get off is closed and you don't know where to go. You know, that's just going to happen. Um, so really the, the, the crux of that is managing your response to it and 
not reacting, but actually responding. And that comes with presence and that mindfulness and that ability to pause and make a different choice. Am I going to yell at the guy that cut me off and flip him off and start this whole battle on the freeway? Or am I going to take a breath and go, okay, well, he was a jerk. I don't know what his situation is today. He's gone now. Let me just move on from that. Um, and that takes, it's easy. It's simple. It's not necessarily easy. So I really teach people what presence can do practically in your life, whether it's leadership and communication or just being healthier. I, I spoke to a group of cancer patients last night about how stress is affecting their treatment and their interaction and, and their communication with doctors and each other. Um, and it was, it was just beautiful. I just, I love teaching people that they have a choice. That's awesome. And so do you travel around the country and, and address different types of companies or do you focus on a certain industry? Yeah, I've actually, I go around the world. I'm just about to hit my fourth continent in my effort to collect all the continents, which is a speaker thing that everyone likes to do, collect the whole set. (laughs) Um, I don't know who I'm going to speak to in Antarctica. The penguins don't seem very stressed, but I'll find find somebody. But yeah, I'm going to Australia next week. I'm really excited about that. But, you know, it it tends to be really high stress professions. So I've done a lot of health and safety, a lot of nurses, teachers, uh, government employees, 911 dispatchers and first responders is huge for me. And when I when I go into corporations, it tends to be, it's interesting, when I'm with the C-suite people, they want to hear about bottom line, productivity, absenteeism, all of that. They want to hear about how it's going to make their employees more productive. Mm-hmm. And when I'm speaking to the employees, they want to know how to stop stress and communicate right. better. So right. it's the same end of the same spectrum, uh, but it's just about honing the message just a little bit differently depending on the audience. But it's the same basic message. Yeah, no, I love that. I mean, stress is so prevalent it, and it, it is definitely directly related to health. Have you ever experienced anything where stress has affected your personal health? Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. How much time do we have? Um, yeah, you know, I, I have the immune system of steel. Uh, I really just tend to not get sick. But the times that I have, it's been after a period of intense emotional stress. Um, the, the last time I got really, really incredibly sick was I had just lost a client to cancer. I had a business deal fall through. Uh, one of our properties was vacant. We couldn't get it rented. We were having issues with, are we going to have to foreclose? I mean, it was just all the oh, attacks on it. You know, everything at once. And because I'm, I'm a little type A, um, okay, I'm a lot type A, I, I plan You're my- You're fun s- and energetic. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. Um, I plan my day down to the minute. Like I've had phone calls with people where I'm like, okay, I will call you at 912. They're like, okay, that's not a time. I'm like, no, it is because at 9.15, I have something else to do. Um, So that's all fabulous. It works for me. I love, I actually love that schedule until something unexpected comes up. Mm-hmm. I just got called to do a depot for a court case, which is none of my doing. It's not my fault. It's not my issue. But I've now got to take time out and find all these documents and go do this thing. And I was so irritated because it's now taking the time that I had set aside for something else. So it's it's hard to schedule yourself like that because then when something comes in that you didn't expect, it throws your nine. 12 schedule off, you know. Um, So yeah, it's one of those unexpected, and that's what stress is. It's that unexpected stuff that we're not sure if we can handle. So it's a matter matter of pausing (laughs) and figuring it out, you know. So when, so do you ever pause and schedule at maybe 9.13 some time for Kathy? Yes. I do that every day now. I meditate every day, Um, even if it's just my little two-minute mini meditation, uh, which is just inhale, I am, exhale at peace and just doing that for a couple minutes even if that's all it is and because I 
was in LA for so many years. And if you've ever driven in LA, yes. it's I a little just there yesterday. Yeah, it's a little aggressive. I find it fun. I'm like, woo. Uh, it's like a video game, but it's, it's, a, it's aggressive, but then there's also all this downtime. And so now in Santa Barbara, it's a little slower. Um, and you know, I see a yellow light and that's yay. I get to go even faster through the intersection. So when the person in front of me slams on their brakes at the yellow, <laughs> what I thought I was going to get to go to, right. um, they, they frown on you getting out of the car and moving said person. Um, <laughs> So I take, I take my hands off the steering wheel and I meditate. I don't close my eyes because it causes a whole other set of problems. But uh, I take that time, like I can either get mad that there's traffic or mad that I missed the light or mad that the guy in front of me is an idiot or whatever I think at that moment. Why am I going to do that to myself? Why am I going to add more stress in sure. what I'm thinking? This is, not, this is not fight or flight response worthy. I'm sitting in my car. So I take that time to meditate. I take a few, few deep breaths. I do my I am at peace. I, I don't grab my phone. I don't listen to NPR. I, I take that time for me. And it's about taking those moments when you have them. And I think they're fewer and far between now because we have that phone. Yes. So there, there is no standing in line and just being still at the bank or at the post office or at the wherever. It's, oh, what's happening on Facebook? Oh, what's Instagram? Yay, I got influence on Instagram. You know, it's that immediate gratification and we don't go inward anymore. We don't talk to our neighbor. We can say hi to someone around the world on Facebook, but we can't put the phone down and talk to our neighbor for five minutes. And I hate that. So I'm trying to change that. So true. I was walking the dogs this morning and I do my meditation and appreciation and gratitude when I walk the dogs as well. And I do a meditation too, but Mm -hmm. I saw one of my neighbors and I stopped and I was like, I'm going to stop and talk to him and uh-huh. see how he's doing. And it just made my day, just set, set up my day so positively. But I think something you just said is something really worthy of repeating for our listeners. I mean, everything you're saying is. But um, when people feel too much stress, what Kathy was just saying about the question she says, is this fight or flight worthy? So really choose your reaction because when you react, you can compound that stress, right, Kathy? Oh, yeah. It causes so many more problems because really, you know, we can't change any of that external stress. We can't change what's happening in the government. We can't change that the boss (laughs) drops Friday afternoon. I want to see you first thing Monday. Ah, we can't change that. Now, we can ruminate about it all weekend. We can absolutely ruin our weekend. And I've had clients say to me, oh, my God, my whole Sunday is ruined. Why? Because I have to go to work tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. I do this talk called TGIM, Thank God It's Monday. And the first few slides are a picture of this person with their hands over their eyes saying, oh, my God, I have the Sunday afternoon blues. Yeah. And it really takes a lot to change your mindset to actually look Mm -hmm. forward to Monday, right? Sure, but it's not even so much having to look forward to it. It's like, why are we even thinking about it? Oh, yeah, exactly. Why, why aren't you just now? Yeah, just being Sunday. <laughs> like, why are you worried about Monday? You know, it's not there yet. Um, and you can no longer blame the jerky boss if you brought him home with you on Sunday. That's not Very him. Point. Very good point. That's you. So why are we doing that to ourselves? To, to quote Thich Nhat Hanh, why suffer twice? Yeah. Why are we ruminating about these things we can't change from the past and worrying about these things in the future that we don't even know is going to happen? Right. Um, we're just setting ourselves up for really bad experiences at that point. So true. So it's really only the now that we can have any control over. Not like you said, you can build up these scenarios and then they end up not even happening. So yeah. Wasted energy. You know, so you said you started out acting and you moved from the East Coast to California. Tell me about that experience and how that evolved and then how you moved on from that. Or, or are you still doing that? Yeah, no, um, no. 
I'm still on stage, of course, a different outfit, different accent. Uh, I'm, right. not the, I'm not the crazy neighbor, uh, though sometimes I do voices during my talks to illustrate things, and I do impersonations <laughs> of my teachers and things like that. Uh, it, there was always this parallel path of the acting and the healing. Um, even as a little kid, I used to massage my dad's neck on long car trips. I was the one that everyone plopped down in front of high school and, you know, in drama club and went, can you rub my shoulders? You're so good at it. So there was just always that that urging to put my hands on people to help them. Uh, I apprenticed with a woman in college who taught me about massage and body work. And it was that that gave me the idea of, oh my God, I can do massage in between all my award-winning film roles and this will be the perfect sideline. And <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, the award-winning film roles didn't come, but um, the massage stayed. So when I left uh, Los Angeles and moved up to Santa Barbara, I gave up acting, I gave up massage, I gave up everything. And then uh, I realized I was just aching to get my hands back on people. Oh, I wanted to do it so bad. And so I realized that's why I'm here. That's why I'm in Santa Barbara. And so I went back to massage. And when I first got up to Santa Barbara, I'd actually auditioned for a theater here in town and I got cast as the lead. And the uh, rehearsals were evenings and weekends. And that at that moment was, I was starting a brand new practice with my massage business. That's when my clients needed me. And I actually turned down the acting role. And I think that was the first time in my life I had picked the healing over the acting. And I realized, wow, that was my pivot. That was my change at that point. And I knew someday I'd get back to it in this, you know, in this body now of, of, the, of the public speaking and the, the podcasting and the radio and the TV and stuff like that. It was an interesting experience to try to give that up. Um, that was my identity for so long as, oh, I'm an actor. So then my identity was, oh, I used to be an actor in LA. You know, I held on to that for the longest time because I didn't realize you didn't need this, this, this clothing to have an identity. So it was, you know, I was in my mid to late 20s and I didn't know who I was outside of being an actor. So that was a weird thing to let that identity go. Um, but I bet it was so freeing for you um, once you were able to get through that shift and realize, okay, this is who I am. This is what's bringing me joy. This is what's feeding my soul on a daily basis yeah. versus what the other path I went down, which was perfect for you at the time and brought you to the place you are now. Had you exactly. not gone down that path, you may not have ended up doing this amazing healing work that you're doing now oh. and speaking. Exactly. And it's so funny because, you know, you, you can look back at those pivotal moments in your life and say, oh my God, that's exactly why that happened. Whether that's why you didn't get that role or that's why that job fell through or that's why that road was blocked because I was supposed to go this way. And I can, I can look at those pivotal moments in my life where something happened that at the time I deemed so negative, so disappointing, so rejectionist, so whatever it was that actually led me to something now. I mean, my dream was to go to Carnegie Mellon. I wanted, that was going to be my, I was going to go to Carnegie Mellon. I was going to be an actor. I was going to go to LA. I was going to be famous. That was my path. And when I didn't get into CMU, I was devastated. I was so, like, I, I think I'm still on the waiting list. I should hear any day, but I didn't get in. Um, <laughs> And I ended up at Point Park, which I didn't want to go to. Um, it was a great, it was a great school, but at the time I was so set on Carnegie Mellon. Um, and I realized the people I met at Point Park, and including the woman who trained me to do massage, was at Point Park. Um, oh my goodness! You know, so had I gone to Carnegie Mellon, yeah, it would have taken me down a different path, but that wasn't where I was supposed to go. 
Right. Maybe next lifetime. Uh, but this time, I mean, I was. It, it's also, we end up exactly where, where we're supposed to. I swear to you, you meet the people you're supposed to. You end up on the path you're supposed to. You know, my big choice was, do I go to New York or California? I've always been more attracted to California than New York, even though I desperately miss the East Coast. So it's like, I look at all of those choices and all those no's or all those divergent paths, and it brought me to here. So I don't regret any of that. I am so glad I made the choices that I did and that the universe made the choices it did for me. You know, right. it's, it's brought me here. It's, it's exactly where I'm supposed to be. I think so many times we, we force <sighs> what we think, you know, we force it, but, it, but then you get to this point where you just allow yeah. And when you allow that path to unfold and you're not forcing it, then all of a sudden these signs just start to fall into place and, and people and opportunities and all of a sudden you find this, this peace along your journey. Um, but mm-hmm. when we push too hard, it's just like in a relationship where yep. you like someone and you like them and you like them and you're pushing and you're pushing and all of a sudden they're like, whoa. That's a little too much for me. But if you're just you and you're just being you, the authentic you you are, Mm -hmm. then all that good is now able to come in because you're not blocking it anymore. Yeah. And I have found too that when I've pushed things, it's like they say no and I force it, force it, force it, force it, force it. And they finally go, oh, geez, okay, fine. It ends up being a nightmare. Right? Nightmare every single day. It's like, why did I fight so hard for that? This is awful. Why did I want this thing? You know, um, I, I've told so many people, they're like, how did you get to this point? Like, you look at the trajectory of my life and it's so bizarre. Uh, where the things Most people's just, are. <laughs> oh my God. Mine, mine seems extra. I mean, I'm, it is, but, but it's like, I just followed the breadcrumbs. I just said yes to things. Hey, do you want to do that? Yeah. Why would I not say yes to that? You know, and that's just, brought me here. And I don't know where the next path is. I mean, I have a plan, but good Lord, I've had plans my entire life that didn't work out the way I thought they would. So I don't know, you know, um, but you've such a great attitude. You've such a, Hey, I don't know where it's going to go. I'm going to, I'm, I'm, if it's an, I'm a big believer. And one of the things I talk about when I go into companies is this whole idea of inspired action instead of being defensive or reactive or, or forcing. So when you actually have inspired action, that helps your path unfold more easily. Yeah, absolutely. So when you follow those breadcrumbs, sure, that sounds really interesting. And that, and you know, I want to do this, but then all these different ways to get you there could be completely different than what you thought. Yeah, yeah. And what's so cool is I, I just did a podcast in LA, and it's so funny because the woman woman contacted me and said, you know, I'd love you to come down and do this thing. And I can't really just take a whole day off to drive to LA for a half hour podcast. And, you know, I can't skip, skip clients or I couldn't do it. And we went back and forth literally for months. And she finally goes, okay, Groover, I really want you down here to do this. And it happened to be a day I was driving by to go to LAX for a flight. I mean, like it was, it was divine. (laughs) Um, and what, and I forgot the point of me even starting that story, but it, but it was, I said something during the podcast that was so, ah, I don't remember. I lost my train of thought, but it's like, you just, you say yes to these things and you just let that unfold and, and those things happen. And, and I don't know where it's going, but you just have to, you just go on the ride. You just have yes. to just go on the ride. I love it. I, I'm sure when you speak in front of people, that's so inspirational. And you've written a number of books. Yes. And, and what's the main theme of your books? Um, well, I've got the, the Outlier Child, which is on marketing your practice, which... 
it's just completely not related to anything else. But I, when I speak to other practitioners, hypnotherapists or massage therapists, I teach them how to market their business because I've got a knack for that as well. So that's a whole little standalone thing. But it's really, it's alternative medicine, natural health. Um, I've got three books on stress, one specifically for corporations and workplace. I've got Journey of Healing, which is my most recent full-length book, just won its fifth, fifth award, which is really cool. It's picked up by a traditional publisher, which was a huge honor. Very cool. It's everything I know about natural health plus my journey, um, journey of healing. It's it's a combination autobiography textbook. So it's everything I know, how I've used it, with a lot of personal stories of growth and and how I follow those breadcrumbs and how those things succeeded or failed and and led me to the to the life that I have now. That's awesome. How can people get? your books. Yeah, I mean, they're all on Amazon. Uh, the best place to find me is kathygroover.com. We're in a rebrand, so it'll look different in a couple days. But uh, yeah, kathygroover.com and thealternativemedicinecabinet.com are the two main sites for me. I'm on all the social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. So you can find me there. And I love connecting with people and answering questions. So uh, yeah, everybody reach out. Awesome. So just full on wellness, like complete wellness, healing and, and alternative medicine and body work and the, your mental attitude. I mean, it's just like a full, complete picture of a person being able to heal and, and be in their, in their now space and be present yeah. in, in the now. It's a plethora. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so I have one more question I want to ask you that I just think is so very fun and cool. You are part of a private magic group down in LA. Yeah, the Magic Castle. It's been around for 60 plus years and it's a big old Victorian mansion right in the middle of Hollywood. It was built in, I'm such a nerd, it was built in 1909 as a private residence for the Lane family. And in the 60s, it was converted to a private magician's club by the Larsons. And so I went for the first time my first acting agent gave me a pass to go uh, way back in like 1994. Oh my God. And uh, I walked in the door and went, oh, I'm home. I mean, I just had such an affinity for the place. And so I would beg, borrow, steal, scrounge to try to get passes to get in. And now I'm happy to say I've been a member for like 12 years and it's oh, my favorite place. Coat and tie, cocktail attire, world famous magicians. And it's, it's, it's such a highlight of my life. It's such a, I was the outcast when I was a kid, as I think so many of us are, especially I talked to so many speakers who were like, oh yeah, I was bullied and picked on and I was the weird one. <laughs> what I love about the magic and the trapeze is that's my, that's my clan. That's my fellow, you're kind of weird. Um, and they've been able to <laughs> embrace that and turn it into a career. You know, these are the, these are the guys that sat in their room and practiced card tricks for hours to avoid getting beat up on the playground. You know, um, So, so now I connect with those people and it really is just, I relate so well to them and I love the, I love the obscurity of all of my friends. It's fabulous. Oh, that sounds amazing. You are so inspirational. You just make me laugh and smile and I'm going to go with you to one of those magic castles. We talked about that. Yeah, you are. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Well, Kathy, thank you so much for joining me on the Masogi Method. You are just a breath of fresh air. And if anyone wants to understand more about overall wellness, go find Kathy at, on her website, get her books, have her come speak at your company or your organization. She's, she's truly inspirational and motivational, and I just absolutely adore her. And so, Kathy, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. Totally appreciate it. And to all our listeners, thank you for being part of the Masogi Method. I'm Jody B. Miller, your host, and we'll see you next time.
Right now, you can get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and an 18-month lease. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit. Apply within two bills. If canceled earlier, main balance due. Unlimited basic after $6.30.20. Pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto-pay. Data deprioritization during congestion. Speed maximums. Use rules and restrictions apply. Right now, you can get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and an 18-month lease. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit. Apply within two bills. If canceled earlier, main balance due. Unlimited basic after $6.30.20. Pay $32 per month per line for five lines without a pay. Data deprioritization during congestion. Speed maximums. Use rules and restrictions apply.